we are live guys yes uh, um this is our first episode live and we are at episode 32 we thank you guys for listening for watching wherever you are right now we're on youtube uh we're also posting on facebook and instagram and twitter and all that wonderful good stuff um if this is your first time watching you are watching the culture gumbo podcast with your host shakira and as you can see in the blue phillies hat what up though yo i'm here man i'm here Mr. Mr. Wiltress. I'm, I'm copacetic. I've been drinking tea for the past week. Shout out to my sister India. Um, she I got a teapot, so I'm hella sophisticated. So technically, you can call me William, even though you see <laughs> um my skin is luxurious, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 tired of the phone calls and the text messages. Slim fat Jesus is coming. I'm not cutting my hair. I'm about to get it uh get it done so y'all can get up off me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still handsome, so I don't care nothing about it. So I'm I'm here. I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all bless. Well, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So clearly, we always like to start the show off with our sauce talk, yeah. which is you know, how you feeling, how you doing, how your week has been. Um, and then of course, I also have a question um after that, which is what is the worst? If you celebrate Christmas or any holidays for that yeah. matter, it could be birthday, it could be whatever, right? We don't discriminate over here. What's the worst Christmas present that you've ever received? If that's a real question, you we gotta answer that. When do we have fake questions? Yeah, that is actually a real question. And I, if you offend someone, who cares? Like at the end of the day, I, I, I never gave I you like, that, that gift. Like, like, I feel like you setting me up the dry snitch. And I, I don't, I don't drive, um, here, but I'll be honest. No, I'll not. be honest. So you know, um, so I'm, I'm copacetic. It was a rough week. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the, the, the Twitch, um, news was triggering. Um, because like I said, I've, I battled depression. I've been through it. I'm, I'm very open about it. I always feel like motherfuckers need to go see a therapist. Um, but other than that, man, it's been a good week. You know, what I'm so I've been drinking a lot of tea. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm spending a lot of time with my family. Um, I'm out here unproblematic poo. I'm staying out the way. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a lot, it's a lot going on. So I'm chilling. Other than Kira next week various stuff and texting me and calling me, you know what I'm saying? Homie, don't come out Friday, even though she was wrong, but I'm not even gonna touch on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go because I ignored it and I hung up the phone. But other than that, I'm coming back. Uh, How are you, I, Shakira? I don't, I don't appreciate um, these accusations at all. Um, oh, shout did I, out did to I lie? Yeah, you. I didn't go off on you. Yo, yo. Yesterday, anyway. Uh, yesterday, not, the homie is, was the homie was in a in a in a bad mood. I tried to cheer the homie up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then what she's supposed to do for the podcast that she ain't do. But she be reminding me about everything that I do. No, but so listen, when I reminded y'all. her, nah, when I reminded her, she was like, oh, oh that's what I sound like. That that's like gargamel or something like that. Like I sound like that, like no. I definitely think that um he just see anybody that calls me and I'm not like fully all the way up. And then you're calling me with like, hey, this is what we're supposed to do, this is what we're doing. And then Will will say, 
He's the first one to be like, no, 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 I'll do it. And then when I say, oh, no, I can take care of that. He's like, no, 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 I'll do it. And then you talk to him later. He's like, I thought you said you was doing it. I know there's somebody that will be watching that will say, you're starting you know the what? show on some bullshit. You agree. So it's all good. Anyway, back to my original question. A, my week has been a really long week, okay? Um, it has been some tragedy mentioned, which we're going to talk about this show, because we have a great show coming up for you guys um, of different topics that's happened this week. However, um, you didn't answer the question of the worst Christmas gift, by the way. Well, y'all need um, to my Calvin from paying four glasses. So I'm about to, you know, we about to go out to dinner, miss. You know <laughs> <laughs> the worst Christmas the worst Christmas present I ever got. Uh I got books. And it was an aunt. I don't remember. Why is that bad? Well, look, what you got an aunt that's on here that said what's book? up, nephew. So I hope it wasn't that person. Oh, somebody oh shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, somebody gave me books. I don't want to fucking read during Christmas break. Like, what, what you giving me books for? I read all the time. I grew it is up with educational. I, grew up with, all, I feel listen, like you should listen, get a serious guest. I grew up with an educated yet militant family. So at like five and six, I was learning about uh Marcus Garvey and uh Mary McLeod Bethune. I was already learning about those. I don't need no books during Christmas. That's why my mouth's so fucking smart now. Cause all I had me doing was reading. I was reading and I was getting in trouble and getting my ass whooped sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I don't want no books. I don't think nothing's wrong with getting books, especially if the person is an avid reader. A book could be a great present. I can't even tell you what books I was reading. That's how much I hated books. Don't give me no books. I want toys, dog. I want toys and I want clothes. I think the um, the worst present that I've gotten, it definitely, I always get the best presents from my family. Like, they know me so mm-hmm. they as far as the gifts are concerned it's not gonna be like huh, why'd you get that like yeah. it's i'm probably gonna tell you what i want honestly i'm probably gonna hint what i want so you get me what i want um <laughs> you want it mom, yeah yeah oh, so th- listen i'm one of those that like i was a kid that would go shopping get all the presents that i want and i would wrap them myself and put them underneath, even clothes. Like I would put the clothes underneath. I would wrap them, and I would I would wrap all my presents, and I'll put them under the tree because I love the fact of opening presents on Christmas morning. So although I knew what was in all of them, it is the principle of the excitement and the joy of it's Christmas morning. I get to open presents, and so I would wrap my own gifts. But my mother would always give me like one extra gift that I didn't know about. So it was like this extra shocker or like when I was 13, I got a beeper and that was bomb. That was, that was a, that was a killer. But where's the Christmas present? You got a beeper at 13? You just showed your age, bro. Shit. I show my age all the time on this show. So. Did you use the beeper when you was working a hole for George W. Bush? First of all, I wasn't working a hole for George W. Bush, but we're not going to get past that. So whatever. Um, and now, so now, now we live. Now you frightened. You lying? I'm you, not frightened. First of all, we go back to that original show. It would definitely say that, but I'm not getting into this with you because we have a whole show to talk about. So, mad episodes you claim to work with um, George W. Bush, and she don't like Beyonce to all the people who live. So y'all can try. I do her. like Beyonce. Okay. I haven't gone to a concert, and I won't pay for a concert. 
That's what I'll say. You're anyway, a hater. I'm not a hater. I like her. Anyway, um, but I will say, I actually don't really, I haven't had a worst Christmas present, to be honest. Um, but I have had things like where coworkers would give you a gift and it's like, oh, yeah, this is nice, but it's not. People know me, so it's kind of like I really get good gifts. But I have mm -hmm. seen people get bad gifts. Like I seen a secret Santa and the person gave them a Tober loan. Uh, as a gift and the present, the, the minimum was like 25 and they gave them a big piece of chocolate. That's like the worst thing. You could Wait, so you're, you're, not supposed to, you're not supposed to like be able to trade off. No, like if that person got your name, they get your name to actually, they supposed Yo. to get you a gift. Like it's not. Yo. And actually last year I, I worked for a company and the person got somebody, Mr. Clean Eraser. The wall eraser. You ain't never been in that person's house. Don't give me no eraser. Yo, yo, I've done Secret Santa twice at work, and both times when I got the gift, I've literally screamed out, yo, who want to trade? Yeah, now I feel like if people want to trade, fine, but I won't be wanting to trade my gifts because I really do get these. I don't things. I don't need to do Secret Santa's and I don't need to do work potlucks. So. I'm doing family Secret Santa. We do it every year because it, it negates having to buy everybody a present. I just gotta buy one person. And plus I have no kids in my family. No yeah. kids. No kids. A whole bunch of adults. You got no kids? No kids. Uh. Like no kids like everybody's grown so it's sad to say that like the youngest person might be 30 maybe 28 you're, you're way too hype about that um so i but i say that to say like so it's not fun adult christmases are not fun yeah. um i wish i had kids for for the purpose of christmas but then i could give them back you know i have extended family that i have you know teenagers but anyway let's get into today's show uh, all right um <laughs> I'm yo, I'm I'm kind of scared to talk about this because of what you said in pre-show. But First let's of all, ignore what oh. I said. <laughs> so if you uh I don't know how you don't know because it's, it's been a big deal so far. Uh rapper Gunna was actually freed, um, was actually let out of prison now. Uh Gunna and the members of YSL um were all indicted uh on charges of racketeering. Um Gunna recently pled guilty. Uh, to a charge of racketeering um, conspiracy in what is now known as the Alfred plea, because I didn't know this before. Mm -hmm. So what it is, it's, it's a deal that allows him to plead guilty if it's in his interest while maintaining his innocence. So his five-year sentence was commuted to time served and 500 hours of community service in a deal. Now, uh, rapper Young Thug, who's the leader of YSL, uh, I'm I'm sorry, allegedly of YSL, because I'm not trying to snitch on nobody. He's awaiting his January trial from behind bars. Now, the one thing to know is, of course, like places like Shave Room and all these other uh, trash-ass journalist places, they showed the video <laughs> of him talking. And so most people are now like, oh, gonna snitch, gonna did this, gonna did that. And even Young Thug's sister like went on um live and she was like yo like let's be happy for gonna like you know what i'm saying based off the alpha plea from what people are from what uh experts are saying is that it's not a guilty plea but some people who've seen the video because i haven't seen the whole video are just, but he like, did yeah. plead guilty he no he did plead guilty under the alford but they're saying uh, but they're saying that he snitched off based off the fact of 
how he pled apparently because I guess he says something where he admits to YSL being the gang and they're like, yo, you're insinuating you're putting it, putting it on there. So I don't I don't know the the whole thing because the, the the grand uh grand jury indictment it identifies him, young thug, and like I think like 27 other members as a criminal mm-hmm. street gang. So it's, it's young mm-hmm. slime life if you don't know. So that's the thing is like now people are like oh he's a he's a he's a uh, a snitch. Now I'm just gonna put this out there, okay? And the OG talking this a long time ago. Unless you in the streets, you a civilian, big dog. If you a civilian and you gotta you gotta snitch, it's not even called snitching. You tell them what you know. Ain't nobody trying to go to prison. You know what I'm saying? Y'all be out here talking about oh he's snitching. Free my dog. You were trying okay. to go to prison when you decided to be a part of this gang. Okay? Like, let's just be are you, honest. Are you, are you judging? Are you? Judging? I'm not judging. I'm telling you, when you make a decision to be a part of criminal activities, then so, you also make a decision to also know that there's a possibility that you're going to go to jail, or get you, locked up, or, or how six we, feet but, under. But one, how we know it's cr- criminal activities, we'll notice. This is all alleged. And number two, oh, hold on, come hold on. on. And number two, and number two, how do we know Gunner knew that? You know what I'm saying? Big Dog probably just wanted to regulate. He was tired of eating ramen noodles. He wanted to get out the hood. He, he didn't want no nappy braids no more. So he's like, yo, I'm signing YSL. He's a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He out here trying to chill with Chloe. You know what I'm saying? Trying to get to the end. I get it. Kind of I get it. So, I so get, that's not I get it. it. I just feel like it's too many people uh, speaking on the whole snitching thing. When you ain't no real street person, you ain't never done no real street shit in your life, and you ain't never been looking at life in prison. Like you gotta shut up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I, you still you still rapping it in your rap. So what you're saying is it's okay to be a gangster rapper and never have done anything that you're saying because you're rapping and then expect to have no repercussions behind the words that you're saying that the things that you've done and the things that you're a part of. That's okay. That's okay. That's what you're saying. At five, I was rapping straight out of Compton, a crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. Does that make me Ice Cube? It was no, because I was playing the song. It I'll wasn't like, your song. Like my Easy E joint popping in the back right now. I was playing a part. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't your song, though. It's slander. It's like, well, we don't know if Gunner wrote them lyrics or not. We don't. But if he did, why are you? Why are you so pressed on making Gunner a snitch? I'm not pressed on making him a snitch. I'm saying when you when when you say I'm pleading guilty for the best interest, and then you know that part of the condition is you will have to testify to if if uh in in Young Thug or whoever's case. But he's already he- stated that he like. So let me let me read off. Uh, his statement afterwards. He said, while I have agreed to always be truthful, I want to make it perfectly clear that I have not made any statements. I have not been interviewed. I have not cooperated. I have not agreed to testify or be a witness or against any party in the case and have absolutely no intention of being involved in the trial process in any way. Now, the only thing about that is from what I'm so also So you're telling me is, they, they just let him go So because he pleaded so okay, no, uh, no it's not. like that's what you're saying. So it's okay. not, but so what it is is while he doesn't have any intentions on testifying, part of the conditions of his um of his trial that he was that it he testified if he's called upon, but he can claim claim the fifth, like he can he, claim the fifth. 
So he can claim the fifth. He can. Let's see if he does. But see, he also stated because he covered himself. He said when he uh, joined YSL in 2016, it was about the music. He didn't consider gang. It was more of a group of people from Metro Atlanta who had a common interest in artistic. Talk to me in January when your thug trial come. Let's talk about this in January. Why are you going so hard at this? No, I feel like he did play a role in this. And now it's, I don't feel like it's fair that I, okay. I'm just saying, I mean, you be going, you, you know, know if my role dog and my role dog who I, you know, who came apart, we getting money together, everything we get locked up together. We know what's behind whatever, regardless of you signing on because it was music. We know he wouldn't have got locked up if they had no real evidence anyway. If they had nothing on him, they wouldn't yeah. have ever locked people, him up. People, people like the black man up every day for something he didn't do. So I think you just... I'm not it. saying he did it. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm but saying you are, But is, you are calling him a snitch. I am. Yeah. He, what did he snitch on? What did he say? We don't know that yet, but we will. No, she can't. We will. Oh, she can't. She can't. We right. will. You right. don't. You listen. Listen. You top this tier cr- hater. I, you I, got. You got. You listen. got your fancy law and order glasses on, and you out here persecuting everybody. You persecuted me yesterday. I'm not persecuting him. I'm not persecuting him. You call. You called him a snitch. You persecute. You're persecuting this character. You persecuted my character yesterday. So me and Gunna got something in common. And <laughs> me know. I don't even know the lyrics to Gunna's song. So. It's anyway, all good. Don't listen to uh, them. Anyway, the trial begins in January, so we'll definitely get to see how it pans out. We will out. see what happens I'm, with I'm that. I'm always about uplifting people when they win. I don't know what happens. I'm not about to speculate. I know uh going to get back to Chloe um, because Chloe been out here thirst shopping on Instagram. And I like the pictures. <laughs> Okay, I don't follow Chloe for me to know if she's the of course not because it's Beyonce's protege. You don't like Beyonce. Is she Beyonce's protege? Hmm. Yeah, she's Beyonce. Chloe and Holly are both signed to Beyonce, and Beyonce uh literally bought them in. So oh that's true, that's true. But they're yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) You need to get this hate out your heart, beloved. I'm not hating, like I don't hate. You need to get this hate out your heart. It is, I'm it happy is to go see Little Mermaid. I, I, I'm looking forward to that coming out. It is something in your spirit that just be out here hating on the people. I don't understand. <laughs> that is not true. Um, next up, speaking of people on trial and snitching and a whole bunch of other stuff, um, we have Meg the Stallion and Corey Lanes finally has gone to trial the incident that happened back in 2020 where everybody knows and uh that meg the stallion was allegedly i'll stay in line of will allegedly oh, now um, it's allegedly um but i i don't believe allegedly but you know you i again um she was shot in the mm-hmm. toe by tory lane's rapper from a canadian rapper I gotta say Canadian because he needs to stay there. Um and uh and no. she was shot in the foot, and then it was her a friend or former friend. Um, yeah. and so now they're finally on trial. Meg the Stallion has given her uh testimony on the first day. I believe that just happened what Wednesday, Tuesday of this week. Yeah. 
And um, supposedly now the woman or her friend, Kelsey Nicole, is uh, was trying to backtrack everything that she originally stated when she mm -hmm. gave a testimony with Megan, um, saying that Tory Lanez actually did shoot <laughs> Megan. Um, but that was retracted because there is an actual recording saying um, that she did, he did indeed shoot Megan and that he was about to shoot her as well. Um, and so they played the tape, uh, September 14th interview that she did of 2022. They played the tape and it recalls that where Harris uh, was leaving the pool party at Kylie Jenner, Kylie, Kylie Jenner's house in a Cadillac, a Cadillac Escalade with Megan. And um, the driver, uh, who identified as Jaquan, Jaquan Smith shortly before the incident. Um, so pretty much uh, when Megan went to step out of the car, that is when she said that he started to uh, disrespect her. And she said that she's not going to, you know, you're not going to talk to my friend like that. And honestly, when I argue, I can't say things that are hurtful too. And he told her that he was from Canada. And, you know, when people like the rep, they say, I'm from Canada. Like, you know who I am? I'm from Jersey. I'm from Philly. You know who I am? And insinuated that Canadians are gangsters, where I know nothing about Canadians being gangsters. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not from Jamaica, the country. Them Jamaicans out there um, I play. I, listen. So, so he said, you know, my nigga, I'll shoot you. And he said that to her is what she reported. You know, first of all, somebody say that. I probably would laugh. Like, my nigga, I'll shoot you. Like. Okay, they're gonna do it. Like, I don't think that I would really be like, I don't know. Oh, anyway, that's a, that's a he's Tory Lanez is over the top. He's just over the top. He's extra, and it's just unnecessary whatsoever. Um, but anyway, you know, I just feel like he feel like he has something to prove. Mm -hmm. That's my take. Um, and so, you know, honestly, she responded the same way I would. Like, well, shoot me if it's my time to go. It's my time but to you go. Know what? Um, but you know what though, this entire case, especially with especially with Kelsey Nicole, yo, Shorty, um, Shorty lying. She's <laughs> lying about something. I don't know what she's lying about, but she, and I'm and I'm not defending Tori because I listen, I I believe in black women. So I, you know, if he did it, he did it. But she got on the stand, she done played, she done played the fifth like 50 11 times more than the damn David Chappelle skit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then, then they they told her like she was gonna perjure herself because she had immunity. She asked for immunity when it all started. What you need immunity for if you ain't do nothing? Then they got to the point where the prosecution played back. They got the judge to approve a plan back the tape from the mm. night that she gave her statement, and everything in her statement went against what she had said on the stand. So most people are just like, oh. Shorty must got paid off. Something going on, like yo. If you were Meg's friend, well, if I don't he, need if, no friend. And, and if Megan said on the stage, I mean, on the stand, you know, like she was offered one. She was offered one million dollars to not mm -hmm. say nothing. I mean, if that if that happened, it happened. But the way that Kelsey is kind of playing this to a certain extent, from from looking at it, is one of those things where it seems like her and Tory's people are in cahoots to defame Megan. I, I personally don't agree with how this has played out for Megan the entire time. I hate that I'm seeing black men out here. Really and people are really accusing her. Like, why are you blaming that man? And I'm like, 
Yeah, it's like I, I don't I don't like the fact that I'm seeing like a lot of black men they out here standing tall, like yo, dudes be out here being being corny about a lot of stuff, and, and I, I get why women be feeling that way. Um, but I, I feel like this entire thing has kind of been a hit job on Meg. Like, I wasn't there, so I don't know what happened, but based off of everything that you're hearing, based off of everything that you've heard, the fact that the doctor even said Shorty got still got shards, um of, of uh, metal fragments in her foot in spite of what they did to get them out. There's too much there for me to just be like, oh, Meg's lying. And then why would she need to lie also is my question. Um, based off a lot of the conversations, there was just like the conversation got heated because they were going back and forth. They were arguing and then Meg trash, <laughs> trash buddy career and said he wasn't really much until I think he dropped, jumped on the Jack Harlow track. Um, first of all, let me tell you the first mistake. Why you at a Kardashian party? You know, don't nothing good happen at a Kardashian party. That's why everybody, but, the Kardashians have the best parties. That's why. But clearly the Kardashians always causing problems for somebody. And I mean, it's not a dig them because I know some people are fans of them. But let's just be honest. Where there's smoke, there's always fire with, 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 with that family. So like it's just one of those things. And then like after everything happened, a lot of like people that like Meg was close to in Houston was like, yo, Meg need to come back to Houston. She's out in Los Angeles by herself. Like shorty wanted friends. She lost so many people. She done going through all this. Now you got all these people that are supposed to be your friends and people are supposed to be connected to you. And they constantly throwing you under the bus. Um, listening to her testimony was rough. Like she even said that, I guess part of uh, partisan fire and saying her boyfriend that he was embarrassed by it. Um, they done had her out here apparently sleeping with all these dudes listen if meg was getting it in so be it that's her business like you can't be out here just defaming the women like that well dudes we just be out here like just dipping our drink every which way and i and i'm not sipping by any means but i mean let's call a spade a spade like it's a double standard right now with how everything's being treated um i want to see this come to a quick and speedy trial because i'm tired of seeing this on my news feed, I'm tired of seeing everybody talk about it. It's on Twitter, and I'm seeing dudes cap for Tory like they in a relationship with Tory, and I don't like that. Like y'all need to man up. Y'all need. I something. feel like you know, send Tory back to Canada. Let him only watch. Let me let him only you know just be able to participate in social media, Twitter, everybody. He can still make his music and everything. He just he would have to perform. He would have to only come here on a quick work visa to now, if, he, if, if, if they deport him he, he's not gonna be able to come back well then that, then that's what needs to happen he's already... because at the end of the day i feel like so many men get away with doing this to women and mm. don't get the repercussions and because he's a celebrity because he has the money to pay people off or to have people vouch for him and say he's not the kind of person like he did it he shot her in the foot she was bleeding we seen her across the street. She was with, she didn't shoot herself. She didn't even have a gun. So it's like, and he's like, oh, well, how could you shoot yourself when you don't have no bones and no tendons? Because you can't shoot, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and, then, and then like the way everything is playing out, it really does look like um, Kelsey was paid off because ain't no way, even if we not cool after our friendship is over, I'm still going to tell the truth. I'm still going to be out there, especially if a motherfucker to drag me out the car and then threaten to shoot me. So you either got paid off or you working with somebody. And now they're talking about, because Meg has another court case coming up against 1501. Now they're talking about Kelsey's 
uh, child's father is connected to an executive at 1501. So now that's going to cause problems in the other case, too. So it was messy. Like, I hate to see it. I hope, you know what I'm saying, May get some real people around her. And to be publicly dragged right now, like, she don't want to have to be spending her days going into court. I think it's corny shit. Like, like you out here, you out here rapping about all this shit that, like, you know what I'm saying, you done slept with her, you done done all this and that and the other, like, but good buddy, like, you ain't never finna get no more ass if you if they just know you are here talking. And then if it's one of those uh, things like nobody likes a girl guy. Where there's smoke, there's fire because too many people have mentioned the you know that he has these tendencies and he's like that. So I mean it is what it is, man. I just I just want I just want motherfuckers. I hope she gets the justice she that that she deserved and that he, you know, and all all men. You know, mm-hmm. realize you can't just do what you want to any woman and not have any repercussions, whether celebrity or no celebrity. And I think celebrities get away with it 10 times more than regular dudes. Um, but I feel like he needs to be an example that, you know, like a lot of women in the industry, even a black woman, period, it is difficult. You always got to prove yourself. You always got to fight. I've said this on the show before. Like, why do we have to fight so hard yeah. to show that we're being mistreated? Um and not treat it properly. And I feel like, you know, this is another example of a situation where we got to fight, even though we shouldn't have to fight that hard. You should have seen the evidence, went ahead and charged him, called it a day. But now he got so many other celebrities behind him. Like, nah, that nigga ain't do that. I vouch for him. That's what I do. There's a lot of rapists out here. Was weird to seeing women cap for him too. Like, even if you don't know it, don't believe as a woman, I would think that you just be like, you know what, I'm not, I'm and not going to do that. So, but no, but the women, and that's the thing, they they're okay because they're okay with being with him. They're okay with saying, you know, like it's really sad, and 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 it's just truly uh, how we are in in America, whereas or in many places where the women still don't have the say that we should have. And it's like, she has a whole career, a whole degree, whole life. Why should she have to be spending time going to court for this nonsense when it's like at the end of the day, he did what he did. Let's, he needs to serve the time that he needs to serve. And I, so I can move on with my life. So everybody can stop calling me names and trying to slander me when the reality is y'all owe me an apology and mm-hmm. y'all owe Megan apology. So Let's just continue to see how this plays out this week. Um, but I hope at the end of the day, it's all about her winning so she could shut everybody up, including Drake. Go ahead. Okay. Because folks, folks want, everybody was like, I, I ain't never heard nobody be like, hey, yo, turn that new Tory Lanez on. But whatever. No, I like Tory Lanez's first album. Then I, I realized he was a he he was a clown. Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez music ain't, ain't for me. I'm, I'm going to keep it up. So. I like this first album, but. Then I realized he was a clown. And once you realize somebody's a clown, it's like, oh, this is just talk. Somebody else writing this. Anyway. <laughs> All right. You need to be on the prosecution, big dog. Um, hmm. Okay. Uh, so moving on to more serious. Well, not, I mean, not more serious, but it is serious. Uh, to even more serious news, this really um, triggered me this week. Um, Steven Twitch boss, um, he's best known for being the DJ and executive producer of the Ellen Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, He was also a judge and contestant on um, So You Think You Can Dance. He's been in a number of different movies. He's an amazing choreographer. Uh, One of the best Instagram pages that you can find. 
um, died by suicide on Tuesday, and it was reported Wednesday uh, at the age of 40. Um, his wife, Allison uh, Hoker Boss, um, actually was the one who reported it. TMZ actually, I hate TMZ trash ass, but TMZ said that um, Hoker Boss actually went to an unspecified LAPD station to report that Boss had left home without his car. He said she was wasn't something that he normally did. Shortly after, uh, she actually this uh, information to the police. Police were called to a hotel uh, less than a mile from the couple's home, and he was reported dead from a uh, gunshot wound. Um, I don't really heartbreaking. I don't. I don't know, like how to process this. Um, because it's and news is still coming out. Um, as someone who has uh openly battled with depression, I've I've had my own personal uh suicide attempt um in 2009, actually, much in the same way. Thankful, um, for uh, one of my best friends, India, who randomly called me at 11 30 to check on me. Um, it's hard to put into words. I know a lot of people are just like, you know, I've seen some people like, man, that's so selfish. How could you leave your family? How could you do this? I don't think people understand that sometimes there are quiet battles that we're going through. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, most people that you see who are constantly keeping people upbeat, keeping people funny, they're, they're doing it. I can say we, we're doing it because we're battling stuff and we want to stay upbeat and sometimes that's literally what keeps your heartbeat is making other people smile while you're struggling with the things you never really know what people are going through i have a tendency to send text messages out to friends on a consistent basis just to check on them just to make sure they're all right and i will press because i don't want to lose anybody um right for me uh i'm not gonna lie i, I cry like a baby um because it, it it was so triggering to think that this person who was so like bubbly and full of life, and I think everybody felt that way. Somebody who was so bubbly and so full of life felt so lonely with all that he had and still took his life. And like my mind goes to just thinking about those moments when you leave your home, you leave your family. And most people don't realize when you get to that point, you feel like your family and the people that love you are better off without you. Like it's not your is as stupid as it sounds to some people when you're in that headspace, you feel like you're helping people. Like I know that's right. how I felt. Like I felt like me not being here was better for the world, was better for my family, was better for my people. Um, but just black men in general, man, it's such a high rate of suicide for us. And we're taught to always stand tall. Like we're not taught to, you know, show feelings. We're not taught to express those Feel. things. And then when we do express those things, a lot of times we're ridiculed. We're, we're called all kinds of names, this and that and the other. And then when we angry or we beat your ass, then it's always something wrong with us. And crazy. Like, I'm an advocate on mental health. I, I go to my therapist. My, my therapist is, I tell you stories about my therapist. What we talk about on the show. Um, When I have those moments, that's what I do. Like, I'm praying for his family. I'm praying for just his soul in general. I, I pray that, you know, sometimes somehow it finds peace. Like anybody who's going through it, like, yo, 
pick up the phone. Like if you know me and you're going through it, you're going through a depressive mode or if something is breaking you down, or if you just feel out of it, you just don't feel like you don't belong, like pick up the phone and call somebody and say something. Just have that conversation and give people a chance to love on you. Um, I don't I don't know, man. It it hurts, yo. Like I was really, really, really sad. Um, when I got that news, like I was sad all day. I, I, this whole week I've been sad. I've been infatuated with the, the story because sometimes when you are a person that pours so much into other people, you can forget to pour into yourself. Mm-hmm. And so you could be there for your wife, for your kids, for your you know spouse, whoever, right? Whatever you know, you can be there for them, and you can pour out, and you can get you know friends and family, and you're giving all of you to everybody. And these two brought me joy. Um, I've watched them, especially during pandemic. Their dancing videos got got me through. Um, you know, um, being by myself, living in a place where I don't, I don't know anybody, um, not ha- not living near family or friends, um, having those moments of loneliness and depression, sadness and darkness and all that stuff. Um, and so you could be that giver of joy to everybody and not give an ounce of it to yourself. And that can eat you alive literally and so i don't know what steven um was going through you know mentally and what what dried him out right what that that thing that dried him out and i know there was reports where his wife was calling and calling and calling and he wasn't picking up the phone had he picked up the phone he wouldn't have done it he knew that yeah he turned they say he turned off his uh he turned off his location um, and he shut his phone off as soon as he got there for literally for that purpose. Yeah. So he knew it was. But when he made that decision, it was like, this is what I'm doing. This is what's best. Part of me, I'm seeing a lot of people on social media say they don't think it was suicide. They think it was set up by somebody. They think he was cohort to do this. Now, I say this. If there was something else going on, like someone threatening him or threatening his family, that if he didn't go through with this, they were going to hurt his family. He felt like this is the best thing for me to do to make sure my family is good. Then he did that. At the end of the day, it's a huge sacrifice to do that. And it's a hard decision to make. So when people say stuff like, oh, I don't think you don't know what goes through people's mind. And it's a second when you make that decision. It is a snap second of. I'm just about to end it all. And it's, it's just that quick. And, and when you do it, it's just that quick. You can't think about it because think about it. You're not going to do it. You're going to waver back and forth or, you know, and I, and my thing was dang, if someone would have just called him right at that time. But again, if you turn his phone off, he already knew people were going to call him. He already knew someone was going to talk him out of it. And at that point he had officially made his mind up. Um, it breaks my heart. He's not the only one in this world going through this. Um, he's not the only one that has gone through it. Just like you just shared your story. And I have uh, had an experience in my 20s where I was, I mean, I seen the bridge and was like, all you got to do is just make that left real quick. Just mm-hmm. make the left and go off and be done. 
because the stress is too much. The heaviness is too much. And you feel like, I don't know how to see the other side. And that's what people fail to realize. Like when they get that dark, it gets dark and you can't see the other side. You can't see yourself making it. You can't see nothing getting better. You can't see anything. And so all I can say is I'm seeing a lot of people say, check on your strong friends, check on your strong friends. It's not just about checking on your strong friends because the strongest friends, and I've I seen this post and this girl made such a great point. She said, your strong friends are the most independent people you know. They know how to do everything. They're used to doing things themselves. They're used to being alone. They're used to having their space. They're, um, they're not the people that if you ask, are you okay? They're going to say no. Yeah. They're not. They're not going to say no, I'm not you okay. Because you don't want to be a burden. You want people to feel like you're, um, and you're causing used to any... Yeah. You're used to people coming to you. You're used to, you know, my phone rings, my phone rings, your phone rings. You're there for people, family, friends, whoever. Um, me, you both, you know, are strong friends. Um, but at the same time, you know, my thing is, well, how, how do you, how can you help a strong friend? And to me, listen, listen. I mean, the, the, the best way you can help a strong friend is literally by being there and peeling, peeling away the layers. Like I have friends who people know how much of a jackass I am. I'm sarcastic. I'm all over the place. But I have friends who literally will call and check on me, especially if they know that I'm not in a good in a good space. Because when I'm not in a good space, I don't call nobody because I don't want to be a burden. But on the flip side, I'll tell you at the drop of a dime, call me if you need something. But right. they'll they'll call me, they'll peel layers back, we'll have a conversation. Sometimes it's difficult, sometimes it's not like the person has to want to get has to want to get help and has to want to have those conversations also. Right. For me, the greatest thing that I found was therapy. Um, I tell my, my closest friends all the time when they're going through stuff, like yo, we can have these conversations together, but I also feel like you should go to therapy. Like, yeah, there's something yeah, and then you have to know when you can't be that source for your friend either like yeah like there's, there's something great about being able to go and sit in the room and i personal preference i tell my white friends this i tell anybody this a, a black female a black woman fat therapist is the best therapist to go to i'm, I'm telling i don't you agree why. with that i've been to oh yeah because you told me your experience i've i've had a white male therapist i've had a white woman therapist Neither one of those went well because they didn't fully understand me. They didn't fully understand how I was feeling. Uh, black black man therapist. I, I had one. Me and him almost came to blows. Um, if you know me, you probably know why. I I'm just I'll punch you in your shit, and I don't ask no questions. Um, the my the black woman therapist that I have um, is an older woman. She really don't take my shit. She'll say here. She'll be like, listen, will. We got time. I'm getting paid either way. If you want to talk, let's talk, but don't waste my time. Um, and she literally calls me on it. Like we don't just sit there and she doesn't just allow me to bullshit. Like let's deal with this. Let's talk about this. Let's be open about this. It gives you an opportunity to go to someone who does not know you. And because they don't know you, they're coming from a clear perspective. Even if you come to me, even if I'm remaining unbiased, there's going to be a bias there because I love and care about you. So it's great to have friends to talk to and people like, oh, man, I got my people to talk to. That is my therapy. No, go to a professional, get professional help, especially if you feel like you're constantly struggling and you constantly don't have the answers for it. 
it's okay to get help. It's okay if you're vulnerable. I got homeboys in the military who struggle with PTSD, struggle with depression from the things they've been through and, they, and the things they've seen. These are the hardest motherfuckers I know, and they go to therapy. I got a homeboy who literally did 24 years in prison, and he did, I ain't going to put him out there, he did some hard stuff. He did some stuff where I'm even like, I'm not fighting that motherfucker. And he goes to therapy because he knows he needs help. Therapy is not for a person who's weak. It's not for a person who's all that stuff. Therapy is for an individual who feels like they need help. They want to get help and they want to make sure they're okay. You have to understand. And we have to, especially in the black community, we have to release the stigma that us going to therapy is weak, especially like grandma and great grandma, old ass sitting there and cooking biscuits and telling you, you don't need therapy. Listen, I love you. But fuck grandma and fuck great grandma. She's telling you that because she don't know what the fuck she's talking about because she still got trauma she's dealing with from when she was chilling with Rosa Parks in the back of the bus. All right. And we're laughing, but it's no, serious. but you it's hear that shit all the time. Motherfuckers like people are scared. You want to go to therapy, but you'll go to the strip club when you're emotional. And I know people who do this who will literally take two, three stacks and go to the strip club that's and that's stupid. the therapy or you're drinking alcohol. Like, go get the fucking alcohol, help. Alcohol, drugs, whatever your vice you, is. Have you sex. Are important and Whatever we your vice it. is that people are doing to cope with their things. Yeah, but sometimes yeah. you do need to talk it. You do need to talk it out. Um, and there's also God, right? There's, there's God. You can find your community. Um, you can, you know, let's, um, let's be careful he's with the, the whole. Therapist. Let's, let's he's the be careful. Therapist. He's my let's, biggest therapist. Let's be careful with the whole is God thing, though, because in the church, there are also people, and I've seen it, who will look at you like you're fucking crazy and who will treat you like you're crazy. So when you say, let's go to God, God is not. Uh, your pastor or just the minister? Like, no, I'm not saying. I've said at the actual. I'm saying God. Period. Like, not. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying. Uh, now, granted, if you do have wise counsel in a church that you attend, by all means, yes, I look at that as a resource as well. Um, mm-hmm. In addition to a therapist, I do. You know, there's. I I do believe Jesus and a physical therapist are both needed. Um, a, a one in the earth and then one that's not in the earth. Um. But I yeah, do to the, to the to the to the to the God you pray to because I, I got you know other people in my family who they don't fully. I'm, I'm saying me, 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 yeah. okay. Jesus. Okay. I know that's the God that I pray to. So I I don't I don't I mean whatever your whoever you pray to that's that's you. I'm talking about me right now though. So yeah, I'm gonna offend some people, but I don't I don't give a fuck. Man. I don't I don't and you know I definitely don't care about offending people. Fight, fight, um, man. But I, I said that to say, like, at the end of the day, there are sources out here and you yeah. don't have to do it alone. I know we feel alone when it gets that dark, when everything closes and you feel like I can't go to anybody or everybody that you have around you is everybody that's telling you what they got going on. So mm-hmm. you can't go, you know, so it may not be. It may be the stranger that don't know you, that can't judge you, that has no path. They don't know nothing about you. That might be the best person to help you. So either way, there are sources, but when when you're talking about help your strong friends, call your strong friends, don't just call your strong friend because you can call me and I'm not going to answer. I'm going to be 100. I may not answer your call. And if I'm in a dark place, I'm not answering your call. I'm not. 
So way you said it was just so cold. Like I'm just I'm I'm being I'm being honest. I you know I don't know how to not be honest, and that's the truth. Like I'm not gonna call. But then there's other people that you feel like you should say when you call me, ask how I'm doing because you don't. When people when, when people call when I call people or I talk to people or I send people a text message, the first thing I ask is, um, how you doing? How's your spirit? Because how are you doing and how's your spirit are two different things. Like I need to understand literally how you're feeling. Right, where are you? Feeling. Like, where are you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause mm-hmm. it's easy to go through the motions. I've been going through the motions for the past two to three years. Like, it is easy to be a robot. It is easy mm-hmm. to just do life like a robot it is so easy and then you're not even count taking account of what you feel how you feel when someone says put a word to how you feel you can't put a word because you don't even know and so I, I i've learned that oh you know over this last few years like that i that that you do need to put a word to how you feel so that you can kind of get to the root and uncover some things of how not to feel that way. But uh, I say all that to say, I, my heart and my prayers go out to, um, to DJ Twitch, Stephen, Stephen Twitch boss, wife, Allison, his three kids. Um, it hurts my heart to know what they're going through and, and them trying to wrap their brain around how did this happen? What could we have done? Was it my fault? Did I say something? You trying to think about the last conversation you had and all of that stuff. And I just think that um, whatever you do, don't blame yourself when someone makes that decision. Um, because it, them demons were louder than you yeah. could have ever spoke. Um, but don't know that you don't have to go through it alone and we will make sure that we put us a, a resource um in our in our comments as well so that you can uh at least have some resources to reach out to when you need to talk to somebody um because you may not have anybody on your side and you may not have nobody to talk to or share what you're going through but you don't have to do, go through it alone and when in doubt, just dial 988. 988 is actually the suicide and crisis lifeline. There's always yes. somebody to help us 24 hours a day, seven days a yes. week. Yes, yes, yes. So please, please, as we go into this 2023 year, take the time. If you need the time, because I'm I'm doing that. If you need the time, pull back, pull away. Um, take that time to yourself. You know, everybody can't be like, Will having like 10 days off at a time. Like, again, I can't do that because I, I because I do have 15. Whoa, what? And, um, <laughs> what are you, why are you constantly just dry snitching? How you know I want people to know that I'm off for certain periods of time? No, I can't go, I, I'm just saying no, like, uh, and, and, and first of all, Will like, whatever we'll just every time I, I you know i've said this before like you guys already know i've said like we'll be like uh he every time i call he not going to work the next day like so i'm just saying that to say <laughs> everybody can't be like will that's but, not the case no that's not the case no 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 that's not the case you were just on me about taking the vacation i need to slow down so now i'm work no, all I'm saying, you're you're missing my whole point. You're coming under the bus, bro. So okay, let's let's keep it a buck. You know what I'm saying? I work a different schedule. I work a lot. I work a lot of overtime. I'm shooting what three, four podcasts a week. 
You got to prepare for those podcasts. I got meetings in between. I, I got other stuff. long run. You, you I say, like, me under the bus. I'm, like, I'm really not. I'm just man, all let's I'm move on. Let's let's move. Let's let's all move I'm on. saying is nine eight eight and pull back. Pull back. You don't have to work so hard. You can quit your job. You can find another job. You can't like, it's not all about like this money and all this stuff is temporary. So um, if you need that mental moment, have it and have it unapologetically. Even a mom, if you need to pull back, like leave your kids with somebody, your family member, their their other father, whoever, leave them. And go because you've been a mother all year and it's been long and it's been hard. It's been, you know, if you can't be like Shakira and take trips every other month and Oh, oh, we throw our stuff back, right? (laughs) First of all, let's move on. I we moving on because we'll we'll and I'm taking a trip at the beginning of January too. Bro, you take a trip every month, bro. That's the goal. Real life things. So, so, real life. So, real, so real. That is all about pulling back. So who's really I'm not working? Who, who's really not working? Me or you? Okay, let's let's move on to season and spices, please. Okay. He's a hater, y'all. Anyway, moving on to season spices. Not so good news as well. I want to send a great rest in peace to Granddaddy IU. Now, of course, you really got to be a big hip hop head to know Granddaddy IU. First of all, anybody that rap name is Oh, what's happening? What are you talking about? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. What are you doing? So I don't know what just happened with Shakira, so I'm going to keep going. Uh, Granddaddy IU, uh, legendary rapper, part of the Juice Crew uh, back in the 80s. Um, Granddaddy IU had a great career, especially from the production side and also from behind the scenes. He actually did a lot of ghostwriting um, and production work for both uh, Biz Marquee and Roxanne Shante. Um, he was a part of two incredible uh, records. He was part of something new, which went uh, number 11 uh, in rap in um, 1990. And then Sugar Free was his biggest hit, which was number nine uh, on the rap charts. Um, he actually halfway on December 13th, um, which was a couple of days ago. So definitely want to send major doses to him at this time. Uh, Thank looks you. Like is back. This is the joy of live recording. Like slacking. Because you know, you, cause you, you know what? Because God did that because God didn't like you out here front <laughs> and lying to me. I've already explained everything about uh, yo, Granddaddy I yo. Am, so all right. Well, so moving ahead, on. But anyway, I do want to say, I mean, Juice Crew is, you know, it's legendary. Um, you was there. You was there for the first concert, right? You was like fifty. Yo, you're you, yo, yo, you're a hater. That's just the bottom line. Like, it is what it is. You're, <laughs> it is what it is. You're a hater. Um. All right. Well, anyway, to say all that to say, because I, I hate that I got cut off. Um, R.I.P. Granddaddy IU. Moving on. So, unfortunately, when people pass, people are born. And so there was a recent announcement that Diddy put on his Instagram that he was welcoming a new baby and that all the family was so excited about this new baby. 
Well, we all know that social media went crazy because they were like, Carisha, what? Please, huh? What? Um, Why they keep bringing they, that girl in there every time Every time he do something? They ain't got nothing to do with her. They, they, that, they, they, they got they set up. She the homie. And not only that, they never claimed that's my man and that's my woman. People fail to realize, like, they said they was chilling and having fun. Y'all got to remember, they said they were chilling and having fun. So if he happened to get somebody knocked up before her and who just had the baby in October, I don't I don't know how long they've they've been chilling and having fun. But the person had the baby in October and allegedly she is actually a married woman. So she shouldn't have been out there doing what she's supposed to do anyway. I ain't hear nothing about that. I'm not about to slander that man. Um, um but baby, baby girl's name uh is love sean combs um this is a uh, child number seven for diddy um you gotta remember yeah, he also him, had... and, him and uh nick cannon they about to go head to head in a little bit um i'm not, I'm not about to do this with you <laughs> you know, this, this black man is great father all because not, of his listen, first of all this is what i hate though here's what i hate i'm just gonna say this right <sighs> that you know, y'all men could be like 55, 65, 75, having babies whenever you want. But us women, we got that internal clock. We can't have kids all types of years. What you age. want us to do? Take like, it up with Jesus. No, I'm just saying, like, it just it it, it bothers me. So but, so we gotta so we gotta stop catching it up because of no, because y'all of, gonna throw seed everywhere. Clearly, like wow, and you, woman, keep, and you keep saying and, y'all, you know what? You know what? <laughs> you, you are processing your uh initiation to be the biggest hater of 2023 no it's it's totally i'm not hating honestly in in all real talk i am congrats to diddy if that's what what that's where your joy is i'm always happy for a new baby his name is love so you need to call him love and diddy Diddy got some drones i'm I'm gonna call him puffy diddy diddy out here finessing uh i mean come on his single he just put out is called sex in a porsche okay I mean, my thing is, dude, you're over 50. Why are we still having sex in a porch? But whatever, whatever, whatever. He's 50 and he can afford the porch. Now, I'm fluffy. My big ass ain't getting in the porch. So for me, it'd be like, uh, it'd be like sex in the expedition or, uh, or sex in this, uh, this soccer mom van because I'm not getting in no porch to have sex comfortably. First of all, I need to be comfortable. We both gonna be in there sweating. Um, I, I'm oh, not trying man. to be in there dying in a sauna because you want to live it up in a Porsche that we probably had to rent anyway. Because I drive a Hyundai Sonata that's fully paid off, so I, I, that ain't my flex. So I don't care nothing about it. <laughs> shout out to Diddy and his new baby. Shout out to Carisha, real bad, all that kind of stuff. Y'all was talking about their relationship, and, and I hate that ago. people are fighting her on Twitter. Like, oh, look at you now, you side chick. And she's like, I've never been a side chick. At the end of the day. I really think that beans. she already knew, you know, that he was having a baby. Like it's not, it's a shock to the world. It's not a shock to her. He wouldn't even put it out there if it was a shock to her. And he can was shocking I, can I just her. Say, can I just say that it's not our business? So it's not. Why and we- that's the reality. That is the reality that as, as somebody put something else out uh, the other day. And I was like, oh. I wrote on it. Like, who cares? I don't honestly care who's, if, if she's a side chick, if he's having a baby, like, 
slander people will slander you because you have like a lot of female friends like they'll say all kinds of stuff like oh you can't call them the homie you be doing all kinds of stuff but if, if that's really, that's what just... if that's what you're into like just like no it's not it's not nothing to be into you just friends with a bunch of women you like that's that's what they're i'm sorry you. my husband my husband is not gonna be friends with a whole that's bunch of women different because a husband and a boyfriend and oh yeah they're different they're different doing a little fucking with that's different that's, that's not the different. same thing that man. is different okay i just wanted to make sure you understood that that is let's, two different let's, things. Let's, let's move on so we can wrap this up because you um, are here. You hating to the max today. Whatever. And I see, I see speaking, the next thing that we talking speaking about. Speaking of hating, speaking of hating, we are going right in because you know this song, um, Will has made me hate. Okay, because he plays it all the time, and it really is just annoying. I and don't so play it all the time, he plays, yo. He plays yams, Bamasego all the time. Now the whole world is caught up and. My 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 homie, my uncle Charlie said, "Let me get to the yams, and I'm gonna do a song with the yam." <laughs> ah, that is cracking me up for some oh, reason. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm and gonna then, say this, and, and I'm, then, I'm gonna say this. Then I thought of Will, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he's going to despise this." So of course, I share it on on Instagram. And I'm like, now how you like the song? And now, and he's, and I think it's, um, it's, I forgot if it's Feezy. I forgot what rappers on it with Fetty Wap. I think it's Fetty Wap. First of all, let me, and, first of all, let me say this. Let me say this because I'm, I'm a rapper. Okay. <laughs> There's only one yam, and that's the drum with Masego and Devin Morrison. All this other extra shit, that shit that Fetty Wap did that's on fucking TikTok and motherfuckers saying the lyrics are not even the same. I don't give a fuck. It doesn't about matter. It's songs. the same song. It's the I don't same, give a fuck about the them songs. I'm not trying to hear Uncle Charlie Wilson sing about the yams and then screaming, oh wait. I don't want to hear that First shit. All, His old ass listen, don't need to be Uncle out Charlie here. No, no, he no. Good. His old He's ass like... don't need to be out here with a fucking yam on the microphone singing the yam <laughs> song. Uncle Charlie, you milking this shit. Okay, and you fucking up the good song. Now you don't hear me out here asking Taylor Swift to to redo. You dropped the bomb on me, do you? No, go that is totally different. Between him and fucking Ronald Isley out here trying to be uh, a great granddaddy, uh, uh, draws finesser. I'm sick of it. Go sit your old asses down. You know what I'm saying? You ruining a good motherfucker. Anyway, and these people out here talking about oh, Fetty Wap Yams is the greatest song ever. No, mistake. And Listen, but Uncle Charlie can sing. I'm not, to, I'm not trying to hear Uncle Charlie sing Ooh We about the yam. <laughs> Piss me off. <sighs> anyway, I just felt like getting a rise out of Will to, to break that it's up. Just, but anyway, y'all go support Uncle Charlie and Man, download and stream the yams. Please and Shakira, thank you. Shakira showing her age again because back when she was, I like Uncle before, Charlie. I actually haven't seen him in in concert, and I really want to. Like, I I need to. I you feel like perform that song so you could throw panty draws at him on stage. Um, nobody's throwing panties. Okay, um, you know what? You talk about it, yo. Oh, y'all don't understand what you I have to deal it. with with this one. Let's right wrap here. this show up. Anyway, let's wrap it up. So first of all, I am excited as we go into 2023. There's been a lot of announcements of some really good old school. So speaking of my age, yes, I'm telling my age. I am here for the concerts that are coming in 2023 because I am going to 
see these people officially after a while. So we have the Janet Jackson, who's going on tour in 2023, who I'm so excited about. We have the New Edition Legacy Tour, which Guy is going to be a part of that. Like, come, like, I'm getting my life in 2023 on every level, okay? And so if I, even though I'm going to go to these concerts by myself because I don't have any dates at the moment, that's okay. Fella, she thirst trapping. She thirst trapping, jumping her DMs. She worked the polls for George Bush in 2000. worked the polls for you too. Don't jump in my DMs. Um, Um, And Jill Scott. So I, I wanna I wanna go to the Janet Jackson concert because I wanna be that dude that like she puts up on the thing and she stretched my arms out and she oh, climbed up. So on you me. paying extra for the for the front row so you could try to so she could do this. She is not doing that. First and of gotta, all, not with all the me too's. I don't think she put nobody on and stage. I got it, well, it. It can be me anytime. And I got a belly, so <laughs> she can let my fluff adorn her. She can get up on it. You know what I'm saying, and she, you know, we can do whatever needs to be done. So I and Janet, she got a kid now. Yeah, she I, might be a little. I don't care nothing about that. Janet got a kid. Janet got a kid. That means she got the good juicy juice at her crib, and she got the good fruit snack. So I'm all for it. I'll, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be probably if I need be. Um, and I want to go to Jill Scott because my selfish cousin Damon, who I hope Damon is watching, my selfish cousin Damon was supposed to been put me on Jill Scott like t- like eight years ago because you know that seven degrees of of Kevin Bacon separation out there. You know what I'm saying? Damon's supposed to put me on. He let Jill get married. Now Jill divorced. I'm trying to go to the concert so me and Jill could talk about her singing grits and the microphone thing that she did. We need to have like a deep conversation. I'm she a probably still could do it. So I've seen her. I'm a, I, I'm I seen a her a few years ago um, when I lived in Pennsylvania and um, and she did the microphone thing and the men were listen. They, they were listen. They were, Listen, I'll write Jill Scott a bad check, okay? Jill Scott looked like she smelled like sugar grits, great credit, lavender, and everything in this world that I want to be turned on. <laughs> so, Jill, if you're listening, okay, my hair is, my hair is going to be done in a couple of days, okay? My, my face is going to be cleanly, cleanly oh shaven. I, I moisturize with the best of condom water. Everybody always loves my skin regimen. You know what I'm saying? I smell good. This is his plea to like, Janet. I mean, Jill. oh, I'm sorry, to Jill. Jill, if you listen, like let's let's stop wasting time. Like let's do. <laughs> I'm there. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fluffy dude. So yo, I'm I'm well. I'm willing to eat. I'm a foodie. We can go out and eat. You know what I'm saying? I I like hotel rooms. So I I'll travel. You know what I'm saying? I'll be a, I'll be a stay at home dad if I need be. And I'll you know we can go to football practices and everything. All right. Okay. But, okay. She get it. She get it. She oh get oh. It. So sweet. So time on, on, I'm trying to use my platform for good. Okay, because oh. if Jill come and get me, if Jill come and get me, ain't no more Coach Gumbo. Because I ain't gonna be <laughs> I'm done. So Jill, um, if listening, if somebody who knows Jill is listening, just have Jill call me. Um, it's a six seven eight number. I'll I'll DM it. Whoever needs it, let's make this happen. Or Janet. You know, Janet, what's, right. what's happening? Oh, yeah, and Beyonce will probably have a... I'm sure you're going to go to her concert. Are you going to go to her concert? Because I'm sure her I concert is for her albums will I'm be a, in 2023. I, I like Beyonce. I like when women sing Beyonce. Um, Because women who sing Beyonce be fine. Um, I don't go to her concerts, though. Like, I'm not... That's just not me. Well, if, like, if, if any of my friends pay for me to go to her concert, I will go because I would like to see hey, her if your if, if your friend Ashley is, is watching and she <laughs> to her concert, 
I'm gonna go to the concert with y'all because I'm trying to push up on Ashley. <laughs> put it out there. Why not just put it on out there? How you, how you doing, Ashley? How you doing? <laughs> I, the, Ashley, the same the same thing I said about Joe Scott goes for you too. So you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm fluffy. I'm a protector. I carry a pistol on me at all times. So just know I'm with the shits in case I need to protect you. But you know what I'm saying? I'm out here. You know, 2023. You know, I'm I'm not trying to sow my real oats anymore. You know, I'm trying to be a soccer dad. I'm trying to have all the good fruit snacks. And, Y'all have heard this, but and get um, and get and maybe get my my wife or my future wife nasty four times a week. If it's not about marriage, then you know that's cool because I'm technically a bastard because my no, parents are married. No, he's supposed to be waiting for marriage, is what he said. But we gonna see how long because this is really not happening that long, y'all. So what? <laughs> Why are we slandering me at the end of the show? Wrap the show up, yo. Wrap the show. I don't even want to do a top three. What am I listening to? I'm listening to. <laughs> I'm listening to After Seven L Cool J, and I'm listening to Kevin Ross. Wrap the show up. Seven, after Seven. Oh yeah, we after talked seven, about this. You got like, a new album really out this year. After Seven, and you hating on After Seven too? I'm not hating on After is Seven. This, is this like a crusade to hate on the black man outside of Tory Lane? I love the black man. Wait a minute, hold up. I like I wait a you, minute. You I love working, everything about the black you man. You was working the polls for GW, so I don't know if I, I was not. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um, well, you said what you listened to. I actually am still watching the Megan uh it's so Megan. good, is it, it not? Is so good. I watched it last night. I watched the last episode. Well, actually, I don't know. I gotta go back. I think I fell asleep. I may have something happened. I missed I'm a, I'm a but it is so good, and to be honest, like Y'all be should be ashamed at how y'all treated her. Fuck, fuck the royal family. That's like, and I appreciate the fact that that H, because that's what they say the whole, the fact that H, um, and that's a cool away, motherfucker, man. Uh, he is, he is, and the fact that whoa, he did you just get, did you just get Betty eyes when I said that? Like, he is. Were, no, and he's fine. Like, if I, you know, if I was, oh, they, you know, that's, that's uh, why white you hate man, because you want you want a royal prince. Oh no, I don't want to <laughs> I see what she went through. I don't I don't want any and I would be scared to date a celebrity. Like I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you right now, you go out there to the bridge to the bridge and you get a royal prince, he's gonna make you take your, your your nose ring out, he's gonna tell you you can't wear cocoa butter no more, and he's gonna make you try to not be black and make you like straighten your eyebrows and your hair and all that stuff. The, and do. probably want me to bleach my skin so I could bleed like another color, like a lot of African people do. I'm not about to do this um, with you, but they but, like they like Ellen John out there, so I I, I fucks with the Brits, but I ain't I ain't a fan of the real family. You know what I'm saying I was playing Jimmy and the Jets. I, 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 it's just kudos to know that her that he stood beside beside her, knowing that that's where he come from. Like it's, it had to take a hard decision to to say I'm gonna walk away from the only thing that I've ever known. You know what I mean? Like the institution, um, the baby is the institution's baby. And that whole thing creeped me out was like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't imagine that. But anyway, it is shout out to Tyler Perry, too, for for helping them and for being a part of that. All that with them. And shout out to Tyler Perry for um, for talking, for talking even about what happened with Twitch and his sharing his personal story about suicide. So, um, you know. Yeah. Tyler's the man. Um, well, this has been a great show. This is our first live show. Clearly, it went long because it went long because you was long winded and, and you was hating a bunch of times. We true. don't usually run the show this long, y'all. I'm just letting we y'all know that now. Run the show this long because you know, we'll know, we know. go on his tangent, and then next thing you know, the freaking show is long. But now we got a counter at the top, so it could be like 
Cut it, Will. Big dog, you hated on everybody oh. throughout the show. Like, what are you talking about? You even hated on me. You had a whole segment just so you can hate on me. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, same time. Thank you for we are gonna, um, yeah, let, next week is gonna be our last show of 2022. Oh my gosh. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna be here for this show because I, I don't know how I feel about you this week. Um, like I said, this is our trial run for our live show. Um, it's been a lot of anxiety. Yes, we both do other podcasts, but this is our baby. Like, this is literally something that we started on the pandemic and we wanted to get out there. I'm planning on being Regis Philbin at some point and, uh, Shakira is going to be the executive producer because she don't want to be on front of the screen. Um, but this is literally just something that we do because we love it. We just want to talk to y'all. We just want to be out there. Um, I have social anxiety, believe it or not. Everybody be like, oh, you're an extrovert. No, I'm not. I'm an introvert. Um, so this is a this is a wonderful opportunity for us to talk to y'all, connect with y'all, and just talk about bullshit and give our opinions because every fucking body gives our opinions, gives their opinions. So um, as always, keep the main thing the main thing. And thank you for joining us this week. Thank you. Until next week, peace.